It's your boy, Natty Free. I want to welcome y'all back to the Hecka Dangerous Podcast. As always, I want to thank y'all for liking, sharing, subscribing, commenting, all that stuff you do. We enjoy a really, really great podcast. This is episode 67, and it is a blessing and an honor to be able to say that. Um, I want to thank you all for your love offerings. I want to thank you all for your prayers. I want to thank you all for your well wishes. Whatever you subscribe to um, is felt and is truly appreciated. So... Funny thing about this episode, and I'm trying my best to say um, me, not we, but I probably will slip up, so deal with it. Um, The funny thing about this episode is that I recorded this a week ago, but uh, I recorded this a week ago, right? And, you know, I recorded it and I feel good about it. And I was like, there's some really great points inside here. But uh, I was like, I'm going to sit on this. I'm going to sit on this and I'm going to pray. I'm going to post it tonight. And so um, later that day, the Lord revealed to me that this ain't it. And I'm like, what? You know, and I and it's not that like I was cursing in it. It's not that I was doing anything bad, but the Lord just let me know that this ain't it. And so <laughs> so I was like, all right, well, you know, I'm just going to sit back and be still. And so. In that moment, what the Lord was reminding me is that he owns everything. And um, it's funny, right? Just to reverse real quick. We, when you hear the word disobedience, when I hear the word disobedience, at times I could associate it with such, um, with such extreme bad things. Like I think of disobedience being uh, blasphemy. I think of disobedience being... Um, you know, uh, uh, cheating, um, um, pornography, you know, I think of like, I think of like those kind of things. But what I was reminded is that disobedience could be things that the world would justify. Like there are times where the Lord would tell me to rest today. Don't do nothing. Don't spend no money. Don't do no errands because you're going to need this rest for what's ahead. And I'll see an empty day and I'll start to fill it with, uh, I'll start to fill it up. I'll start to fill up that empty schedule with, with, with stuff. And it's not bad stuff. It could be stuff like, um, you know, getting a car wash. It could be stuff like, um, getting some more hangers for the closet. And it's not necessarily bad stuff, but it's disobedience. Cause the Lord told you don't spend no money today. The Lord told me to relax. You know what I'm saying? And so as I, uh, circle back around to the podcast, the Lord reminded me that he owns everything and that everything I have is on lease. You know, we, we, we get very, uh, I could get very, uh, caught up. Like it's to the point where I don't even want to like, I feel like I should be saying, um, I'm going to pick you up in the Lord's car. Um, you come over to the Lord's house, you know what I'm saying? Like the, like he owns everything. And I'm always, I think I'm, I'm so grateful that the Lord has brought me through what he's brought me through and that where I'm, that I'm from where I'm from, because I have so many examples of how we don't own nothing, you know, uh, we get very puffed up. And so, uh, I was reminded by the Lord that sometimes we can think of just physical stuff, right? But the Lord owns this platform. The Lord owns this podcast. 
the Lord owns me. <laughs> the Lord owns my gifts. You know, um, the gift of speech is not something that was given to me so that I could be able to manipulate people, be able to make money, be able to get girls, be able to uh, swing business deals, make music. The gift of speech was to be able to honor him. And so um, it was such a good reminder, you know, because there's so many there's so many, like I was talking to my brother, Paul, and he was like, you're such a a, a, a thinking man. You're such a, a thought out wise man. And with all that, it, it comes stewardship, right? Like people, people will tell me things like people understand that all the stuff that the Lord has leased to me, I have to steward over that. So it's like people will say, oh, like, and I think people kind of say it in a begrudgingly way sometimes, but like people, they'll always like give me a hard time about knowing so many people. People will always like talk about, people will give me these compliments or say things to me and they don't understand that I have to steward over that. I have to steward over all those relationships, all those people that I know, all those different things. I have to steward over all these things that I know. And so, you know, with this podcast, there are times where there's things that I want to say on here to push my agenda or because I think that people need to know this or I'm frustrated. But what I'm understanding is that, and, and what, I was, what I was reminded last week is that this is his podcast. This is the Lord's podcast and that whatever he wants to convey is what I should be speaking on. And that's a tough thing when you know so much, when you see so much, when you analyze things so much, like I always talk to my fiance and I'll be talking about things. And, you know, sometimes she's like, I got to process this stuff that you're saying. And it's like, I'm just sitting there seeing all these things, not seeing them in such spiritual, cool ways. But that don't mean that it's supposed to be on the podcast. Right. And that don't mean that's supposed to be on this particular episode. It could be an episode a month from now. And that's something that um, I was talking to my brother in Christ and his father shared some wisdom with me saying that the Lord could tell you something. But doesn't mean that it's always immediate. And so what I'm reminded is that the Lord may be showing me and teaching me different things that may be great for the podcast. It may be great for music. It may be great for the household, but it may not be the time right now because I need to learn sometimes too. There's things I see and I may need to refine it before I'm out here just talking out my butt cheeks. Right. <laughs> and so um, I'll just say, I have to say, remember that we don't own nothing. And that we're called to steward over everything, steward over. We always think about stewardship is always like money and stewardship is your house. Stewardship is your spouse. Uh, stewardship is your kids. Stewardship is your job. Stewardship is your time. Stewardship is your thoughts. Stewardship is your body. You know what I'm saying? We need to, like, I'm supposed to steward over all that. Stewardship is everything. It's everything, you know? And um, <laughs> it's just crazy. Um so uh, on that note, one thing the Lord wanted to wanted me to share with you guys is don't forget about him. Um, and that sounds very profound, I bet. Don't forget about the Lord. Duh. Um, what I mean by that is that uh, as I'm back in the worship space, as I'm back at church, I see really awesome experiences, really awesome experiences, you know, services where people are jumping, they're shouting. They're, 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 they're doing a lot of stuff. I see, I see uh, tears. I see joy. I see all kind of emotions being poured out. And the Lord wants to remind 
us. Don't forget him. Um, don't forget him when you don't have a dollar to your name. Don't forget him when you're having hard times in a relationship. Don't forget him when your kids are being disobedient. Don't forget him when you do get that raise. Don't forget him when you do um, get the stuff you want. Don't forget him, period. And so um, what I related to is like a restaurant. You know, um, I love Queen Sheba. And I remember how good they are, how great they are. And so every time I go to Queen Sheba, I'm expecting a good experience. I'm not hoping that they'll make a good meal. I'm not hoping that it'll be nourishing. I'm not hoping that the prices haven't changed. I go there with faith and confidence that this is going to be bomb. And that's how the Lord wants us to see him. How he wants me to see him is he wants me to remember him. He wants me to, you know, and he wants me to remember him. You know what I'm saying? He wants me to remember how he showed up all these times, all the time. He wants me to remember him. And um, it can be so easy to forget him. Uh, as humans, as a human, I can have so much faith in other stuff. I can have faith that every two Fridays I'm going to get paid. I don't wake up questioning if I'll get paid. I don't wake up doubting it. But I do wake up questioning the Lord. I do wake up doubting him. I, I don't I don't I don't start my car nervously. I start my car with faith and confidence because I put gas in it because there's oil in it because blah 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 blah. You know what I'm saying? And so the Lord wants us to have that same confidence in him, that same faith in him that when he's calling us to something or having us go through something that we are remembering him. And maybe it's because uh, I can't see him or maybe it's because I'm just a foolish sinner. But I feel like those are excuses sometimes because once again, I see that faith, that big faith show up in other spaces, right? So I can't say that I don't know how to have faith because obviously I have faith. I mean, I... I don't, I don't, I don't drive into my parking lot thinking, dang, like, I hope this house didn't get burnt down. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not something that I think about, but I don't think I have faith that my house, that my home will be exactly how it was and where it was when I left it. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, the Lord just wants to encourage us to not forget about him. Um, I think that experiences are awesome. But we should storm in our heart, not our minds. Um, storm in our hearts, not our minds. And so, like, you know, I remember there was someone who had went to an awesome worship concert. And they were just like, yeah, this was dope. This was dope. This was dope. This was dope. And blah, blah, blah. And then it just was like an experience. But what, what, I, what, I, what he wants to tell me remind me is that I should store that worship series, that worship experience in my heart. I should store that message in my heart. I should store that devotional in my heart. It should just be something where 
you know, like for instance, um, one one devotional that I read was talking about um, was talking about uh, speeding past sorrow, and you know, it was and like to a bigger scope, it was talking about processing things, and so you know, it could be like, man, this is dope, this is this is deep. You could write the notes all you want, and then it's like, I just go on to my day. Like sometimes I'll, I'll sometimes I'll quiz myself. <clears throat> sometimes I'll quiz myself to see if I stored it in my heart. I, I will literally be at work. This is something that I do to myself to check my own self, keep my own self accountable. I'll be at work, and when it's busy, when it's crazy, there's boxes to to you know, there's orders. I'll say, "What did you? What, what did you? What was today's devotional about?" And I'll sit there and be like, "Man, man." Man, what, what, what did I read? And sometimes I don't know. And sometimes it takes a while. And, and so I'm and, and, and I'm not saying that makes me a bad person, makes you a bad person, but it shows me that it's not stored in my heart. Right? <laughs> like it's like it's not stored in my heart. It's it's like when I it's like um when I talk to my son and it's like, oh well, you didn't remind me, you didn't tell me this. You know, oh, you didn't tell me to bring a jacket. You didn't tell me to bring my backpack. It's like he wants to hold you accountable for his stuff. But then it's like we don't have to remind. But then it's like a week ago he messed up my car and he knocked some stuff underneath his seat. And you have to lift the seat up to get it from under there. And he hasn't forgotten that. He hasn't forgotten that, you know. And so, um, but that's stored in his heart. Though he loves those toys, it's stored in his heart. So he remembers that. And that's how I could be myself. And so um, the Lord just wants you to know not to forget him. Um, A lot of times I could go through things and I could start to focus on myself and I could start to grow weary. I could start to grow concerned. I could start to get anxious. I could start to... um, feel myself wanting to do something um, spontaneous. That's because I'm focused on myself and thinking about myself. And so when I remember him, a peace comes over me. You know, Um, a lot of times uh, my partner, she'll make comments about my size and level of faith. And it's because I remember him, but the funny thing about faith that I'm learning too is that faith is an applicable thing. Is that you can have big faith in in, in, in finances, but have small faith in your in your in your marriage. You can have big faith when it comes to your career, but have small faith when it comes to your physical health. You know what I'm saying? And so um it's an applicable thing. But the one thing that I do notice is that when I remember the Lord, when I call on the Lord, he shows up and just knowing that he's present, knowing that he's there and that he won't forsake me, it gives me a certain joy and a certain peace that I can't really explain until you get there. You know what I'm saying? And so the Lord just wants to remind us, you know, um, I see the world and you know, we got all these excuses about work, about family, and they're real, you know, and uh, like those are real things. But um, once again, I use the example of, of my son where it's like, 
we talk about how we have all this stuff, right? And we'll forget um, our devotionals. We'll forget uh, prayer time. We'll forget the Bible, but we won't, we won't forget that Starbucks. We won't forget that trip to, uh, you know, our favorite uh, burger spot. We won't forget um, to, you know, pick up some stuff for work or we won't forget to, you know, make that beat. We, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I feel it, but then I don't feel it. And I can only talk about myself is that when I look at myself, you know, it could always be, oh, you know, well, work is busy or, oh, you know, I'm just so tired, but I'm not too tired to get my mango dragon fruit lemonade refresher. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I call, I call malarkey. I call malarkey on that. So once again, don't forget him. Don't forget him. And don't allow your excuses to pile up, you know? Um, don't like excuse to pile up. But anywho, let me move on because I don't want to take too much of y'all time. The next thing that the Lord wants to remind me is that um, he is our standard. Jesus is our standard. He's our example. And so a lot of times we can start blaming um, our parents. We can start blaming our spouse. We can start blaming our job. We can start blaming our circumstances, our neighborhood. And it's because those things are are taking the space of the Lord. Those things are our examples, our standard, our, 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 um, the bar for us. But truly, it's supposed to be Jesus. And so one thing that has been really cool is that uh, I look at Jesus' humility, and I think that like what we're taught, earth, the earthly humility versus Jesus' humility it's so huge. It's, a, it's such a huge gap. You know, he, you know, earthly humility is like not bragging, um, not bragging. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where Christ-like humility is um, washing people's feet. You know what I'm saying? Um, going on the cross. And obviously we can't emulate that, but... We can't we can't emulate that exactly, but we can emulate that in the present sense. We could go to the cross in our situ in our circumstances that we can wash the feet of people. Um, you know, have an equivalent. You know what I'm saying? And so I just think it's really awesome how Jesus is example. And um, I've caught myself um, sometimes where I could get in my own head and start to be judgmental. But then I look at how the Lord treated the beggars, how he treated the prostitute, how he treated the, the tax collector. And and I look at him and who he is and who he was, Jesus, Jesus Christ, son of God. And how if anyone had a had a cause or a reason or something to be big head about, it was him, not me, not me, not me, not me, but him. But yet, in his role, knowing who he was, knowing the power that he had, he was so humble. And I just look at how he interacts with people. I look at just his life, especially rereading the Gospels. Um, you see, you it, it's so hard to miss it. And like that's why I encourage people so much to read the Bible, read the Bible, read the Bible. Um, 
sermons are awesome. I love sermons. You know that they could they could dive into certain scriptures. You could get certain um, context on things. I think they're awesome. I think devotions are awesome too. You know, they're a great way to start your day, you know, dig into it. But ultimately you have to read the word. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I used an example before, but it's like, it's like how people, they will go on social media and they will stalk your page and think they know you. You got to spend time with people. Like there are people that I know personally that if you look at their Instagram, you will come to one conclusion. But if you met them, you would have a whole nother um, outlook on that person. And so a lot a lot of times um, I can, I'm trying not to say we, uh, so hard. Um, I can be that person who's on Instagram watching Jesus' story, watching it, seeing it, like, hey, that's what's up, but not spending any personal time with him. And that's how I can look spiritually at times, is that I'm just that person who spiritually is going through uh, Jesus' Jesus Facebook. I see what city he from. I see um, when his birthday is. Oh, I see who his people is. I see that we have mutual friends, but I don't actually spend time with him. I don't actually reach out to him. I don't go hang out with him. I don't spend time with him. So I don't know. I don't know that man. You can't say you know somebody if you never spend time with them. It's like how we spent all, you know, I listen to these sports shows and like they're talking about Tom Brady. And how Tom Brady was retired for two months. And all these people are talking about, well, maybe it's his wife. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was that. And they're just hypothesizing. But ain't nobody went to go spend time with Tom Brady. And like if you, they, they make they make millions, billions of dollars on hypothesizing. But they don't go sit down and go spend time with people, right? You know, they're just, so anywho, <clears throat> spend time with him. Spend time in his word, you know, um, spend time in his word, get to know who he is, you know, because what happens is we don't read his word and then we start to um, put our own attributes or other people's attributes onto Jesus when that ain't who he is. And we start to shrink Jesus. And that's where you get these songs. God is a woman. God is a black man. You get all these different things because people don't spend time in his word. So people shrink him. It's like, that's not who he is. So don't forget about him and spend time with him, man. Like really spend time with, with Jesus. Um, spend time with him, man, you know, but uh, those are definitely things that he wanted to share. He wanted me to share with y'all. I don't know who y'all is who listening, but uh, I hope that that could be of value to somebody. Um, last thing I want to talk about before I get out of here is a, uh, I just released a new song and I'll have it be the outro song today. Um, it's a new song that I dropped um, with my brother, uh, Surfboard, amazing producer. Um, he has a couple of tracks on um, God I'm Trying. A uh, couple, a couple of uh, production credits, um, and he has a production credit on my upcoming album. But uh, the song's called Philippians Three Eight, and so. This song is near and dear to me because uh, I really love... Let me read the scripture first before I get into anything. Um, the scripture says, What is more, I consider everything a loss because of the surpassing worth of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. For whose sake I have lost all things, I consider them garbage that I may gain Christ 
And so um, with that scripture, I love that scripture so much because um, I can find myself holding on to things, not wanting to let go. Like there's a song they uh, they um, they sung at, at service yesterday where it says, uh, remove my traditions and uh, shake up my religion, some, some of that nature, but basically removing your traditions and removing your religion. And so uh, there's so many things that, that I can want to hang on to, whether it's people, whether it's certain traditions, certain ways I've done things in the past. And those those holding on to things can be blocking space for the Lord to rework something in my life. And so I really love this scripture because it, it's talking about just simply knowing the Lord, having knowledge of the Lord is worth much more. And, and, like knowing the Lord in comparison to what I have, uh, it makes the, the knowledge of the Lord makes what I'm holding on to, makes things of the world look like pure garbage and pure trash. And so within the song, you know, I'm just talking about just my past. I'm talking about different things I used to do, different things that I used to hold on to and how, <clears throat> how when I gave my life to the Lord, how um, just knowing the Lord surpassed everything. It's not what the Lord gave me, what the Lord done, but it's just simply knowing him. That's so beautiful. And so um, I hope that y'all enjoy this song. Um, this is the first of many singles. I think I'm going to do a run of singles before the album comes out um, and hitch out the album. But I hope y'all really enjoy this. Um, one last thing I want to say before I stop recording is that if you are a believer, you became a new creation the day that you gave your life to Jesus. I don't, I don't know why it came to mind, but the spirit put that on my heart right now. If you are a new, if you are a believer, you became a new creation the day you gave, the second you gave your life to Christ. Not when you got baptized, not, you know, whatever down the road, but when you gave your life to him. So you are free. Um, I think that sometimes we that freedom doesn't feel real. You know, it's like, well, how can I be free? If, uh, if, I, if, if I still could feel pain, if I still could feel sorrow, how can I be free if I still experience loss, if I still go through the things I go through? But I guess the answer would be is that those things don't um, overpower. They don't consume anymore, you know what I'm saying? Because you have him and you're a new creation of him. But uh, man, I love y'all. I truly appreciate y'all listening to this podcast. Um, don't forget him. Don't forget him. And spend time with him. Um, I think that that may be the biggest disconnect is that I don't spend enough time with him. So uh, let, let's, let's, let's run this real quick. So if I never knew about if I've never read the about Jesus washing his servants' feet and how that was supposed to be an example of how we are to serve each other, 
how would I know how to serve others? How would I have an example? You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to spend time with him, spend time with his word, um, pray more. Um, I hate saying this, but making time, I hate, I, I hate just the thought of, of making time for Jesus. That sounds so demeaning. Maybe it's just me. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking it. That sounds so demeaning, like make time for your creator. You know what I'm saying? But anywho, make time for him, man. Make time for him. Um, it's the only way that, you know, that the faith can increase, that all these different things can increase and other things can decrease is by spending time with him. Once again, there's no way. Imagine, uh, run this, run this, run this real quick. That's like me expecting Felicia and myself to get closer, but I don't talk to her. I don't spend time with her. I don't, I'm not, I just don't, I don't, I, I just, I just, you know, hear what people say about her, you know, and like, like, like just really imagine, like, just think of how silly this is. Like if I, if my relationship was, con- if, if my relationship with Felicia was contingent on what other people were saying about her. And once again, I love, I got a devotional. I read it every day. I listen to, I, I'm subscribed to five different sermons, uh, a series right now. But if that was my end all be all, I wouldn't know the Lord. And it's the same thing. Like, just imagine if, if, if the way, if your, if, if your relationship with your partner, with your kids or whoever, your parents was contingent on hearing from what other people got to say, and you never spent your own personal time with them people, because the beauty of the Lord is that, is that the Lord gives all of us very unique, um, words and very unique, um, uh, revelations, right? Where the Lord, you know, me, me, me and me and Felicia and Paul and 10 million other people, we can read the same scripture and the Lord can apply it to our lives in different ways. And so it's dope. You know, like there's some dope messages that I've heard, but the Lord is telling me that I also got something for you. Like ain't nothing wrong. Ain't nothing wrong to listen to this sermon series, but Make sure you go read that scripture too, because I got something for you inside that word. You know what I'm saying? And so um spend time with him. Spend time with him. And the more time you spend with him, the more the better you get to know him. You know? And um sometimes spend time with him is just sitting your butt down in silence and just crying or you know, just pouring out your true feelings. You know what I'm saying? Um you know, I, I, I love serving. I love getting out there. But I feel like personally, I'm in a season right now of quietness, of darkness. You know, I had this season where when I joined City Church, I was just getting in. I was I was serving. I was doing anything. I was I was mowing lawns for the Lord. I was uh painting for the Lord. I was uh making making logos for the Lord. I was um writing messages for the Lord. I was uh, operating Zoom rooms for the Lord. Uh, I, I've served in all kind of, I've laid down chairs for the Lord. I've laid tables down for the Lord. I've dusted lights for the Lord. I mean, you want to talk about serving. I've done some serving. 
But I feel like this season for me is a season of silence, is a season of darkness, a season of not being seen by others, but being seen by just him. And I'm fine with that. You know what I'm saying? And so within all that, there is some, you know, because there there is time with him, but I'm in a season where the Lord just wants to just simplify my life and just have me spend time with him. And I'm grateful for it. Um, so, so, so grateful for it. Um, so I encourage you to spend more time with the Lord. Um, here's my new song. It's called Philippians 3.8. You can look me up on all platforms. Um, I've just been shooting YouTube to people because I know that we all have YouTube. We all have access to it instead of posting the Spotify link. So you can look me up on YouTube, Nat Freeman, Philippians 3.8, or just look me up, period. But um, I thank you for your support in advance. I love y'all, man. God bless. Um, I'll catch you on the next episode. yee